This Brooklyn Paper Radio clip is brought to you Whoa, by... whoa, hold on a second, Vince. If you want to advertise on this clip, you've got to call Ralph D'Onofrio of Brooklyn Paper Radio at 718-260-2510. Yeah, go in there do what you got to do. <laughs> anyway, he knows about supply and demand. The, it, it, supply right now is those grapes right next to you. Oh, there's Daniel Squadron. Let's answer the phone. How do I do it? Pick, you pick, pick it up. up. Well, hello. Is that is that State Senator Daniel Squadron? Is that the famous Gersh Kunzman? I don't know about famous, uh, Senator, but you're on the air with Gersh Kunzman and Vince DiMaselli, editor of the Brooklyn Paper. And, of course, you know our best reporter, Lauren Gill, who's been grilling you like a piece of salmon these last few days. I do know Lauren <laughs> Gill. I'm sure no pun intended. There you go. Thank you. Anyways, uh, Senator, thank you for joining us. First of all, just right off the top, right from the start of the show, hitting you cold. How you doing? How am I doing? Yeah. I'm doing great. Yeah. You've been in office about, what, six, seven years now? Uh, coming on eight years, Gersh. Wow, wow. My fifth, fifth term to represent the people Five of Western times. Brooklyn and Lower Manhattan in the New York State Senate. Well, I think it's great. Well, the good news is we've got a story today. Which Gersh, you... remember how young you were when I was first elected? Never mind that. You know, you, I'm still young, my friend. I don't know if you know, i got a play out called Murder at the Food Co-op. I'm, I'm rattling the cage every day, but we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about something important. You are out there today rallying your troops in support of a pool at Brooklyn Bridge Park. Lauren Gill was there, and she's got questions. I got questions. But first, in your own words, why do we need a park in Brooklyn Bridge Park? Why do we need a park in Brooklyn? I mean, a pool. A pool. You know what I mean. Come on. It's a great pool, uh, and we in fact did a uh, survey this summer of pool users. What we found is that. Uh, four out of five, more than four out of five, are from beyond the surrounding area. So okay. it's not just a neighborhood pool, though it's a great neighborhood pool. It's also a borough-wide pool. Three out of five users of the pool don't use any other public pool. So this is really the one opportunity to use a public pool space. Uh, and I think as anyone who's used it, and the 879 folks who signed a petition to preserve it would all tell you, it really is a unique experience. There in the shadow of the Brooklyn Bridge, looking at Lower Manhattan and the harbor, the beach. Uh, to the credit of Brooklyn Bridge Park and the Brooklyn Bridge Park Conservancy, they've done a great, great job with this pool, and it's popular for good reason. So now I want to ask you the tough questions. Three out of five, sorry, four out of five come from the outside of the neighborhood, which I think is strange because you know Brooklyn Heights. You cover, you, you represent Brooklyn Heights. These people don't want outsiders. How are you going to let these, how, do, how are you going to convince these people to let these outsiders to keep using a pool? I don't think that's the issue at all. I think really? that it's a pool that's popular with the local neighborhood and popular beyond the local neighborhood. But you said that's four out of five are from the... A great group of parents have uh, come together and organized uh, an advocacy group called Love Our Pool. And, uh, you know, the folks who kind of got it started live locally. Ah. And uh, as we found from our survey, the folks who are interested in filling out a survey about this, signing petitions, come from all over. I think this is actually a great example of... Uh, the way in which a park can both serve a local neighborhood and also serve a much broader region group of people. Hey, Senator, this is uh, Vince DiMaselli, um, the editor over here at the Brooklyn Paper. He's a legend. Legendary, yeah, without question. Uh, why does this pool need to go away? Why is this pool disappearing? Uh, Lauren's telling us she thinks, and it's just a hunch, that maybe the luxury condos that are nearby, the people living there, don't want to have a pool right there. But what's the rationale for uh, the pool to be taken away? Well, look, I'll let you know, folks who think that the pool shouldn't continue make that argument. I would say, in fairness, uh, you know, I was able to negotiate along with former Assemblymember Millman as part of an agreement that 
uh, increase funding for the park and push it forward to ensure this pool for a minimum of five summers. This is the end of the fifth summer. So there is no requirement that it stays. You know, Laura- uh, what we're saying is who knew how successful a pop-up pool would be six years ago when we made the agreement, five years ago when it first opened. It's turned out, as shown by our survey, as shown by lots of measures, to be such a success. We should continue it and move toward a concrete funded plan for a permanent pool here, floating somewhere else in the park, because a pool in Brooklyn Bridge Park is that popular and should uh, continue. Um, you know, uh, the in fact, one part of the survey, uh, we ask about sort of alternative uses of this space. And, uh, you know, I think 80% of respondents thought a pool was the best use of this space. Well, look, everyone loves a pool. You know, we, what's that ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. Well, I'm the same way about pools. I use public pools all the time. The most stunning figure in your study, I thought, was three out of five people don't use any other public pool. That says two things to me. One is, this must be a completely awesome pool. But two, what's with these people not using other public pools? I go to Red Hook Pool all the time. I saw Brad Lander there the other day. What pool would I see you at? You use public pools, right? Uh, I do. In fact, this one, uh, as well as others. And... uh, I would say that if you have young children, as I, as I do, a two and a five-year-old at home, uh, one of the parents uh, at today's event actually talked about this. Because it's a little bit smaller and because of how it's laid out, uh, I think for parents of young children, mm. it you know, provides sort of a, a different kind of experience um, in terms, you know, than the, than the large pools do. And, you know, concern, you know, size can be a great thing. It can be uh, a... Uh, uh, imposing thing, depending sort of the age of your kids and your family. So I think that's one of the reasons. I mean, it's uh, for that. I think the other is that this is a, a destination space because mm-hmm. it's such a great park. Uh, of course, there's other great parks, but you know, Brooklyn Bridge Park uh, really become a destination, and so this is an active, intense recreational use within this park that has. Uh, kind of capture the imagination of the whole city. Yeah, I mean, it's outside of your uh, district, but I go to Red Hook Pool a lot, and by comparison, I have to admit, the Brooklyn Bridge Park is a nicer park. Uh, the Red Hook Pool is, you know, it's a little bit down and dirty, my friend, and the emphasis is on the dirty. But that's all right, I love it. I love the water. Lauren, you've, you've been to the Red Hook Pool, am I right? I have not. All right, there you go. So that's what I'm saying, <laughs> Senator, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, we got to get out of that point. Now, the plus pool, that's one of the options, that $20 million plus pool. Where are you getting the money for $20 million, Senator? Come on. Well, that's actually part of what we're saying is uh, plus pool is a, is a really promising, exciting idea, uh, as are a couple of other proposals. And um, we've got to be able to uh, make sure that those are real ideas with real time frames which requires real funding. Yeah, but you're, but you're the guy with the hand on the spigot, aren't you? Uh, Gersh, I appreciate the uh, faith in me, but, you know, as you know, uh, you know, the city uh, administration, uh, especially, you know, really should be funding this. They fund other public pools and should be funding them. Wait, it would be city funding. It wouldn't be state funding. Look, the state, I'm happy to uh, argue with uh, my colleagues in the majority in the Republican State Senate. They tend not to like to fund things uh, here in our neck of the woods. Mm. Um, mm. I also do think, as I said, you know, this is part of that same agreement that got us the school to move the park forward, gave the city control of Brooklyn Bridge Park. That's true. And uh, That's true. with responsibility, with uh, power comes responsibility. And uh, so I do think the city needs to take the lead on funding the permanent pool. Yeah, you know, we should conference in the mayor right now. 
I don't, you have his number? On. You have his number? You yeah. want to call him, Daniel? Yeah, you want me to just conference, yeah, just conference yeah, him just in? Conference no, him. we'll do it later because, you know, he's obviously uh, uh, working out at the gym. But anyway, the point is he's a busy man. Uh, so it's going to be city funding. So now I'm thinking we're never getting a pool back in this park. Uh, why? This has been a discouraging conversation for you, Kurt? Well, no. Once I heard about I the like city, once I heard about the city, you know, doing the needing the money, I mean, I, I freaked out there for well, a so second. Here's the good news. Here's the good news with the existing pool. That's called a pop-up pool, and we understand why. That pool was built solidly. There's nothing about the most expensive portions of that pool that require it to be closed this year. There's some work on the locker areas and other things that could be updated. The good news is that's the cheapest part of the whole pool. The most expensive part, the pool itself, is in good shape to continue for more summers mm. without new money. Well, this is fantastic. I mean, I, I, do the any- guys, do the people that run Brooklyn Bridge Park even want a pool there? Ooh. I look, I, you know, I think that, and I really appreciate this. I think this summer they've made clear repeatedly that they're enthusiastic about a pool. Uh, they have been enthusiastic about the plus pool, about the idea of a permanent pool more broadly. Uh, that enthusiasm is positive. We really appreciate it. And they, they are the ones, can't forget this, who put in this great pool. The agreement that Assemblymember Melvin and I made didn't, you know, couldn't require them to do it well. You can't require that sort of thing in agreements, and they did it really well. So I think that that shows a commitment here. A commitment, uh, a theoretical commitment, is not the same thing as a concrete funded plan. And that's what we need. So, you know, I think that the park and the city need to go a lot farther for a concrete funded plan and in the meantime should extend this pool's life. But, uh, you know, they've expressed enthusiasm and I take them at their word. They built a great pool and that's certainly good evidence. Now, listen, Lauren Gill has got one more question for you, Senator, and she is tough. (laughs) Um, So the park is going to put in more green space and a water feature that they're saying could be flexible programming space during the winter. Um, and you have politicians saying, you know, we'll provide some funding so you can keep this pool open for more summers, and they're not interested in it. Do you think it's because it's right next to Pier House? Ooh. Uh, look, I, I don't know uh, why they're not uh, so far willing to extend it. My hope is that they do extend it. Um, I certainly think that, and this goes without saying, and I've been a, a long time. Uh, critic of the idea of putting housing within a park to fund it, because I think that it uh, gets in the way of the mission of the park and creates a political dynamic around the park that uh, isn't in the best interest of of the broader community. So, you know, Mm -hmm. that's my view in general on residential development within a park to fund it. Gersh knows that well. I do. And so the fact that even questions like that get raised, I think, speaks to the larger issue. In the case of this pool here... I still am hopeful that the park will agree to extend it, that the city will put dollars in. Uh, Eric Adams today and Steve Levin, to their great credit, both committed money uh, to that end. So, you know, I'm not yet willing to say that uh, that it's not going to happen or that uh, the park isn't going to uh, come around and agree that this uh, makes sense. Is there a number that the uh, that uh, a, a dollar figure for how much it would cost to get to keep the park going one more year? Oh, it's uh, you know. The Brooklyn Bridge Park Conservancy, which is the private group, has taken on a lot of the a lot of the role of, of funding the operation of it year to year right. with private money, and you know has been pretty enthusiastic about that task. Uh, so you know, separate from that, you know, it's it, it, a really small amount of money, uh, you know, in the five figure range, just to sort of do mm-hmm. do some of the work that would have to be done at a minimum. 
Five figures. So five figures, like Lauren Gill and I could come up with that. Gersh, uh, if that's a commitment to match Eric Adams and Steve Levin, we will accept it. Well, um, I'm, I'm going to backtrack say, from that. Say commitment. a number, Gersh. I'm going to backtrack. From, you know, I already did one of those once. I, I, I matched a donation to some filmmaker, and then, then all his friends suddenly started donating, so I got burned on that one. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> I hear you. Your <laughs> listeners right. are welcome to, to call up and, and contribute as well. We would appreciate it. They are. They are, well, definitely. Yeah. Well, you know, let's give them a phone number to call and donate money. Do you, where would they donate money? Brooklyn Bridge Park Corporation. There you go. All right, we got to get out. Center Squadron, we do one thing we, with all our guests. We let them plug whatever they want to do. You've been good to talk about the park, but what is, give us one thing you want to really talk about, what you want the listeners to know about. Oh, you know what I really want the listeners to know about? When you talk about every one of these issues, state and local government has a huge impact on the pools you get to go to in the summer, uh, the schools you get to send your kids to, the buses and subways you use to get around. State and local government with busy lives can be really, really hard to focus on and really discouraging to focus on. But the more focus, the more uh, positive impact it can have, and it really makes a difference. Wow, that was a plug. Are you saying vote? You're saying do your civic duty? I'm saying vote and be involved beyond that. Be involved. A small group of parents who originally got together to create Love Our Pool has completely changed the conversation. They started out just three or four volunteers who were worried about losing the pool, and they built a movement that has taken 20 minutes on Brooklyn Paper Radio. If that's not a good reason to get involved beyond voting, I don't know what is. Yeah, I know, 20 minutes. we got to cut this off. Senator Daniel <laughs> Squadron of Brooklyn Heights and other areas, thank you for joining us on Brooklyn Paper Radio. Thank you. There he goes. All right, take care of yourself.